Hey guys, this is Mike Deportes, and you're listening to True Chicago Sport Farms Podcast. We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Y te lo dice. Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. This is the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. In this segment, we discuss the biggest Chicago sports topic of the week. And this week, it is opening day, baby. Yes, sir. Opening day baseball. Once again, we are enjo- we are joined in studio by Anthony Fuentes coming over here all the way from New York. New York. New well, York. I, I live in Illinois now. I now, Ohio. but I mean, you know. New York. New York. You t- yeah. technically. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, baseball is back. And uh, the Cubs, who are supposed to be the bottom of the barrel, are actually uh-uh, we did there. Say, I never said that. And you didn't say that. I said people. 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 Who I, did people? I'm not a people. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know. They're out there beating up on the Mets. Uh, I mean, on the Mets. I mean, oh, whoa, whoa. You know, just memories. Thanks. Shots fired. See where we at. See where we at. You're going to wake up and you're going to be like, damn, in New York, I burned my house down. I don't know <laughs> Fuck. He's like, all this stuff here is really flammable. <laughs> I already did recon here, so I know everything's at. Uh, yeah, but no, no. Beating up on the, on the Brewers. I mean, looking at the way that they're set up right here, you know, I think, uh, like I said before, I knew it. Because the Cubs are going to surprise a lot of people, smack them in the face, and uh, that's exactly what they did. Beat up on the Brewers in Game 1, beat the shit out of them in Game 2, physically and mentally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, what was all that riffraff about? Uh, the riffraff was about that fucking people from Wisconsin are trash. That's what that was about. <laughs> so they went there. Here's the thing. Wilson Contreras gets hit every single fucking game at this point. Every yeah, time. He, he's, yeah. He's Jose Abreu like. Yes, he gets hit all the time. Yeah. The Milwaukee Brewers have hit the Cubs more times than any other team in the last two years. It's something like 47 times. You go back and look at how many times Anthony Rizzo kept getting hit. I mean, you know, watching New York baseball, you see that yeah, now. Yep. And and you see Wilson Contreras out there. So finally, Justin, uh, it wasn't Justin Steele. Who, what, what the kid Steele was the other day. Yeah. So is the kid, I know it was uh, Keegan Thompson. Keegan Thompson went out there. He's great at SNL. Oh, <laughs> Keegan, wow. Keegan and Keel. Yeah, Keegan go. and Keel. That one too. Anyway. Nickname Keegles. So, yeah. <laughs> 
So he goes out there. They're already up like nine nothing. He he throws a pitch inside. McCutcheon jumps back, and he and he gets back in the box. Keegan comes back in and fucking hits him. Now, granted, fair enough, he hit him in the ass where you're supposed to hit him. Okay. And and here comes uh, um, McCutcheon down the line. Who's behind him? Contreras. Nope. You fucking deserve. You guys deserve. Now, McCutcheon is brand new to the Brewers. I mean, he's bounced around since his day with the Philly. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Phillies. Pittsburgh, playing with Philly. Yeah. He's been around a bit. So, but he came out after the game and says, well, the Cubs are trying to intentionally hurt somebody. Stop hitting our fucking guys. And one of the things was that even this early in the season, two games in, now three for today's game, mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about the fact that like even if even if the, the Brewers pitchers are hitting Cubs players unintentionally, it, it's about time. It's like, look, man, even if this is on accident, Knock it the fuck off, man, because we're about to get in your ass. And that's what they did. Yeah, a curveball, a slider that, you know, it, get, it slips out of your hand and it hits yeah. him. That's understandable. That, that's understandable. But if you throw in 95, yeah. mm-hmm. you're trying to hit you're my guy. Yeah. yeah, and guess what? Especially Dump. what's his name when he got hit in the knee. That's a, that's a dangerous injury. You could have hurt him. Hap got hit in the knee. Yeah, yeah. Hap yeah. got yeah, hit in the knee. You could have caused him some serious damage. And that, that guy's had injuries. Yep. Yeah. He's, so, he's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, especially in Wrigley, you know, you're over here coming down, playing the little brother role because you're so sick about the Cubs. Everyone loves the Cubs. People in California love the Cubs. It was WGN brought a, a national audience to the Chicago Cubs. They don't, they don't love the Cubs in New York. I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, that's because yeah. I don't know. They got, y'all got problems. I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, listen. <laughs> I got to say this. Had it not been for Harry Carey, I would say some bad things about the Cubs right now. But I'm going to respect. I'm going to respect that. I'm going to respect that. Now, you guys, you know what? I'm surprised you guys are doing this well. Because last year, you guys were all pissed off when you got rid of all these good guys. Here, uh, I, This is what I'll tell you. Halfway through the season, we watched the Cubs go from first place when they had Baez and they had Rizzo yeah. and they had Brian and they had all these players, right? And they sat there and what did they do? They pulled the fucking Chicago Bulls and they pissed down their leg so that by the time it came for, for a trade deadline, right? You're losing five and six and seven and eight games in a row. Mm-hmm. And and you want to complain about the guys who went on that long-ass losing streak are no longer on your team? Yeah. You talk about the fact, you, w- w- the biggest comparison that people had about the Cubs when they won the World Series is this is going to be the 85 Bears all over yep. again, where they're not going to not gonna be able to get that magic and uh, lightning in the bottle again. Because that team was a very good team. I mean, you're talking about MVP players, very, very good players, a young Anthony, a younger Anthony Rizzo, you know what yeah. I mean? Not seven years Later, you know, you're not talking about a guy in his 30s, you're talking about a guy in his middle too. You guys had Chapman as your closer, yeah. I mean, that team was put together so well, and I think that one of the biggest problems is is that it was at the cost of some of the other younger minor league players that they were not able to hold on to. I mean, yes, they had Solaire that year, but they had to trade him, try to get a closer the next year. You had to get you had to trade over at Gleyber Torres to try to get Chapman over here, and what did he do? He went right back to the Yankees, yeah. Now, don't it doesn't matter, you got the chip, and, and they and they got the chip, but this. This is what drove me nuts is that when you looked at it, just the way, same way that I only paid attention to the to the Blackhawks when they started getting good, a lot of these players started coming out. Well, you know, my grandpa was a Cubs fan, so that makes me a Cubs fan. That's not how that works. You're a fan of who you're a fan of. And and I I will never knock someone for coming out the woodwork to start being a fan of a team when they do good because it's nice. It's nice to see that your team is getting recognition by casual fans, yeah. by diehard fans. You know, <laughs> he said my grandfather was a Cubs fan. Like the Cubs are so old, right? They're like one of the oldest things. Like yeah. Ulysses says, Grant, one hundred and thirty yeah. something years old. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, like Ulysses says, Grant was a fan. <laughs> of the Cubs. Adam wasn't he? Didn't Eve like kick him out because he was? Yeah, he had a he had a Cubs hat on top of yeah. his wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you know, so 
I'm, I'm excited baseball is back. I'm excited we're at full capacity. Yes. I'm excited to see what this brand new crop of players is going to do. Because like I said before, you only got three players on this team that were part of that World Series team. When you talk about Wilson Contreras, Hendricks. you talk about Hendricks, and you talk about Jason Hayward. People are still trying to kick Hayward out the door. I'm like, y'all need to chill with the Hayward hate. He was the first one down the line. He was the first. This is the the... You, especially considering the fact that you are rebuilding this team, you have a bunch of young guys, you have a bunch of guys that were in the minors finally getting their shot. Mm-hmm. When you look at Frank the Tank, when you look at Patrick Wisdom, these are not young guys. These are 31, 31 year yeah. old guys. Yeah. So they're finally getting their shots in the bigs. They're taking advantage of it. You got Nick Madrigal, fresh, fresh off coming over from the Sox, mm-hmm. finally getting uh, uh, healthy. I mean, this is this is going to be a very interesting team. And, and you look at spe- specifically Hendricks. Who can be the anchor of your uh, pitching staff? Who's going to be your leader? Right? Are you keeping Hendricks? Yes. Yeah. Right. Right now, we have to see. Here's the thing: we have to see what's going on halfway through the season, right? Just like anything else. But I think that right, like this is my. This is why I feel like a guy like Hendricks, why a guy like Hayward, why a guy like Contreras is so important to this team. At the very least, you do have to have some anchors, some veterans who have the 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 uh, the experience, the knowledge, what it's like, not only to be a major league baseball player, but to be a Chicago Cub, because there is a certain prestige whether they're doing good or they're doing bad. There is a certain prestige to being in. Chicago Cubs and to be three players that experienced uh, a World Series in this city in this stadium for this team it is important for them to be able to uh, uh, teach the new young guys what that's like I mean I was just talking about Michael Hermosimo did you ever hear about that guy yeah I mean before I mean yeah last yeah, because year, I yeah. follow both teams but that's what I'm saying before he started he, I never heard of this guy. not until he got to the he, main roster that's what I'm saying he is out there making a name for himself Saya, Saya has been killer so far. I mean, three games in. You don't say. You don't say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, t- t- hey, Sunday today he smacked his first home run, a third, uh, three-run homer. I mean, I, I've, I was worried about what he was going to do in the bigs, regardless of what team he went to. But this guy is going to give you a shot in the arm, and it's going to bring Cubs fans back. Speaking of Saya, I want to apologize for taking him in the draft in front of you. Right before me. Yep, and I did I, that on purpose because I knew you were going to draft him. Well, that's okay. <laughs> because you you drafted, you, you you told me, and I didn't realize you had never played fantasy I've never played before. fantasy baseball. I have no idea how they score everything. But, man, I'm watching you pick some. I'm like, yep, go ahead and take him. I'm going to take the better guy behind him. Because fantasy, like, you look at the player on the field, it's not the same as the stats he puts up. That's, yeah, that's a yeah. big difference. I have no idea as to what I was doing. Well, I mean, that's clear. So I don't, I, I'm not going to cry when I beat you. <laughs> it's okay. We're not paying for it. There you go. Next year, next year, next year. Well, we'll I, yeah, you give me a year under my belt. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, then I'll do it. Yeah. So my question to you for the Cubs: Are you keeping Contreras? Yep. Yeah. Because they couldn't come to an extension. I, here's the thing: to me, for you do whatever you have to do by hook or by crook to find a way to keep Wilson Contreras on this team. I've said multiple times that he needs to be the the Cubs version of Yadier Molina, especially in the Midwest. Especially looking at what they were able to do after all these years. Uh, another guy on the on the uh, uh, Cardinals forever is Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright has resurrected his career after being shitty for a couple years. He's came back. He's in his late 30s and he's out there killing it. I mean, he's, we don't want to talk about fantasy. He's one of like the top 15 pitchers in, in the in the MLB. Yeah. So Contreras, Part of the geriatric right now. 
Contreras to me is a an extremely important part of this team, and they have to find a, a way to do whatever they can to, to hold on to him because it's not only beneficial to the players that are on the team right now on the on the uh, on the big roster right now, but also any other players that you have coming up. When you look at pitchers, I mean th- that's the biggest thing for the Cubs for a long time is that they haven't been able to have their own homegrown pitching staff. Right? They've yeah. always grabbed them from somewhere well, else. You went. You were. You were in that Theo model. The Theo. Theo was like, I'm gonna homegrown my my infield and my outfield, you and I'll buy pitching. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, whatever, there's different philosophies and there's different ways it's of like getting the exact a championship. Opposite of what the Mets did, yeah, because the Mets built around pitching. We yes. built around pitching. Well, the part. White Sox are the same thing. They draft pitching, they they develop their pitching, and they trade mm-hmm. for hitting. Right, right, right. So right. I mean, right. there's one one philosophy or another. There's no correct way. But I wanted to ask you, since you're the New Yorker, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say it like that. Hey, so much emphasis. That's because that's, that's the way you say it. We're trying to speak your <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't talk back about the White Sox. No, like, no, uh, I'm not talking. I'm I'm not the walking here. I'm walking here. I'm not talking about the how bad your team is. I'm saying. Listen, you're a soccer fan. You can never. Oh <laughs> man! Try to criticize my Mets. No, I'm not criticizing the Mets. My my question was, during the pandemic, was your teams crying poor because they're one of the two most valued teams out there? Where's my team? What? The the, the two highest highest valued teams out there yeah. in the world. Do they cry poor? Yeah. They the did. Mets. They cry poor so, saying so they, they don't have enough come, money to spend. To, yeah, bro, because the Mets w- don't. If you think about it, when we bought when we sold when we got rid of Shea Stadium, uh-huh. right? Yeah. We had to take a loan, remember that? Yep. After that, because we couldn't even afford the stadium. Yep. People think Mets, To get city, yeah, yeah, to get city field. Yeah, Mets don't and have money like it's that. It's a beautiful I've never been there, but it looks beautiful. It is beautiful. But we ain't the Yankees. We no. ain't got the money like no. that. Well, you know it's I mean? the same thing. We're the White Sox. And, you and don't you have that money either. But you have to remember too, look at the history of New York. You had the Brooklyn Dodgers, you had the Giants. You know what I mean? So there's been so many teams before the Mets. And the Yankees are the original team in New York. You know right. I mean? They own New York. Let's be honest. Yeah. They do run New York. Same thing. Doesn't matter if we have a better year this year, we're not going to be the Yankees ever. Mm-hmm. Okay? I accept that. But yeah, we were crying poor because we could barely afford things then. What makes people think we can afford now? We haven't had a good year in forever, bro. But but rev- share revenue makes money, which means yeah. everyone gets a cut of the pie. Yeah. So if the Yankees overspend and they put that into that taxes, that gets divided within the 32 teams. Yeah. So. The Pirates are making money. Tampa yeah. Bay's making money. Yeah. So why is it New York? Look at the, the market they're in, though. You just said it. Florida. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Pittsburgh. They're, you, they're you're Pennsylvania. Looking at, okay. We're talking about New York. Yeah. You know I mean, New York is is one of the most expensive places in the world. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. New LA York is expensive. New York right? and LA, right? LA is expensive, but New York is ridiculous. I know. You know, you're looking at seven dollars for a gallon of milk. You know what I mean? Mm. Cost of living is absurd. It is. Rent is absurd. Real estate, forget it. So imagine what the Mets are paying. What is it like? Tw- what is it like eighteen bucks for a beer or something? Yeah. Up there? So imagine what you're paying for real Jesus, estate. That's a fucking twenty-four pack. Yeah. So imagine mm-hmm. what you're paying for real estate. You're already losing money for real estate alone. And the Mets don't sell out every game. We're not no. the Yankees. No. You know what I mean, you look at the games we have. There's a lot of empty seats there every game. You know, a lot of Mets gave up. They're just like, man, the rest of them are probably so old, they probably just can't even get to the stadium. It's just, it's it's a bad market we're in. And unless we start making moves now, which is I am excited about a mm-hmm. little because we got some good players. We got some talent that can start. But we got to get our fans back. That's mm-hmm. the problem. How do you do it? By winning. Do yeah, yeah. You, you got to put a winning product on the field. But if you're not winning, you're not making money. So it, it's really, literally, it, literally, so, it's just like the White Sox. It's literally yep. just like the White yep. Sox with a little little brother uh, in, in the shadow of the big brother, the, yep. the other pinstripe team. Yeah. You know, they have all the notoriety. They have the fans that are nation or worldwide. Yeah. 
And the only way we're going to get people in our stadium is if we're winning. Yeah. And it's I very, mean, very similar. For crying out loud, our New York teams don't even play in New York. Mm-hmm. They play in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Meadowlands. <laughs> that's how bad it is to get real estate in New York. I mean, yeah, like, well, that's because, you know what I mean? It, it, it's just that's like, a common thing in the NFL it's, now. It's just it's just like Chicago. Or, or I mean, the, the problem hockey is too, right? That, yeah, yeah. Hockey, they're in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. The, the Jersey. problem is that everyone literally lives on top of each other. Yeah. In New York, in Chicago, yeah. in Boston. Like, yeah. And you have these old... Because here's, here's the thing you got to remember. It's not like West. Out West, where everywhere you go, there's just Spread space out. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Here, everyone was trying to get close as possible to the water, Right. So that's why you yeah. got everyone's yeah. bottled up against the water because that's where the jobs were, right? Exactly. That's where all the shipping jobs yep. were. So that's where they built the, the living, you know what I mean? But but let me ask you a question. So, I mean, I, I think the consensus uh, consensus favorite to win the uh, the NL East is Philly. I would say that, yeah. I for what, for that, the moves that, they've made. That, for that outfield is dangerous. Yeah. That is a dangerous I mean, team. Who, what, what is, oh, my God. Team. They are a very dangerous team. What, what's your prediction for the Mets this year? Wildcard? Well, I think we will make it at least wild card. I'm hoping we do. Then I don't have to wear Yankee hats no more. <laughs> oh, that's right because it, it takes you off the hook. Even oh, if you get, even right. if you get in by we the back door. Season, we didn't say shit how we was gonna get there, but I honestly think we can make it to the playoffs if we can stay healthy. It, it's all on if we can stay healthy, but it's a lot of it is on the ground because he's already hurt. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is on our batting. Our batting's playing really good so far. We've had our batters are up to date. I mean, Pete, uh, Pete Alonso's been having. A great season every season. Yeah, he's, he's a monster. He's, he's, so a, he's a beast, and I'm glad we got him. And you got Lindor. I think Lindor is a great pickup for us. I love Lindor. Mm-hmm. In the so I do see us making it to the playoffs. Do we get far? No, I think we're out by the first round. I would have loved to seen Javi stay with the Mets too. I would have loved with him with, it. And Lindor. I would have loved it, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. We didn't have the scratch for it. Yeah, that, that's a shame. I mean, we, we had uh, Mike Deportes on here talking about the whole uh, uh, signing with Javi yeah. over to the to Detroit and the, the money I, that I he made. I think the girls in Chicago were more sad than the actual fans of, of the Cubs. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest. The Cubs fans are, are very attached to their players. Yeah, the but 2016. The, women, the women were more sad. The mm. women were mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for all three guys yeah. that left, yeah. My daughter has a crush on Baez, and I'm just like, why? You know, <laughs> have you ever watched baseball? No, that I've never seen a game. The, how the hell do you know Javier Baez? Because he's, a, you know, I got two words for you, man. Guy. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, <laughs> I got two words for you: broken, bankrupt. That's how you end up when you end up with a Kardashian. <laughs> uh, a little bit more than you got drugs too. Listen, yeah. if you're an athlete, if <laughs> you're an athlete and you date a Kardashian, prepare to end your career. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. if you look at their history. They are the succubus of the NFL, NBA, mm-hmm. and any sport. You look at Reggie Bush. His career was over the moment he met Kim. Mm-hmm. You got Tristan Thompson, another All one. one. I mean, shoot, uh, Lamar Odom went back to crack. He was like, shit, I'd rather <laughs> smoke that. rock than deal with this broad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you look at the history. I mean, Kanye West lost his cartoon mind, you know, after yeah, that. He, he was already a little crazy. Now he's just borderline out of his freaking mind, you know? Yep. So, uh, yeah, I can't even say I'm attracted to the Kardashian because I no, think the, the, the Kardashian black hole. That's, yeah. That's the good thing for Pete Davidson because he's already a little off his rocker. So, I mean, that's perfect for him. No, no, I guarantee. Give it about two years. They'll be like, Pete Davidson is in rehab for the fourth time this year. But that's what I'm saying. He was going to do that anyway. And now he watches right. soccer. Yeah. Now he watches the soccer. soccer. <laughs> now he watches soccer. <laughs> She'd have messed him up so bad. He watches soccer now. Shit. So, so now, you know, 
again, we're talking about opening day baseball. I think we're all excited about baseball for, for it to be back, yeah. uh, it, for it to not be restricted as far as like who can oh, show up. Because God. even even this time last year, you know, you you had limited, limited capacity yeah, in, yeah. In, in the stadiums. It's we're good seeing, to see No one respected that shit, no, opening no, day. No, 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 no. Especially not for opening day. People are hugging each other. Maybe day two. Strangers and shit. No, man. They were like, oh, opening day, you're going to have 20,000. I guarantee you there was over 40,000 at the White Sox Stadium. It's opening day, baseball. Yeah. It's what every kid looks forward to. And we're outside. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we're outside. I'm glad to see fans in the stadiums again, man. It's good to see them there. Speak, good to see them. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of opening day, today is well, when this comes out, it's going to be a Tuesday, and it is White Sox home opener. Yes, sir. Yeah. Your boy will be there. That's right. Oh, crickets! Oh, okay. crickets! Oh my God! You know, you know why? You know why? Because the joke that I wanted to say, I'm going to hold off on. I'll tell you off there. Okay. No, I awesome. Will. All right. So uh, the White Sox. <laughs> I got no beef with the White Sox. Though. You got no beef with the White Sox? Why? I, I like, no, I said I got no beef. Because we're like very it. similar to the Mets. Yeah. You guys suck just like we do. And yeah. You know, you're the baby brother. But you guys got a good squad this year. We got a good squad. I think squad. I think last year was the, the squad, uh, the year that they could have pushed through and actually got to the uh, the championship. Yeah. I think everyone got better this year. Yeah. Everyone got better. You know, better. my favorite White Sox team, my kids and I, I remember watching them when I was younger, is when you guys had Joey Cora, Frank Thomas, you had Ozzie Guillen, Robbie Ventura. Jack McDowell, Wilson Alvarez. That was a great squad. That was that a 93. Was a squad 93. To watch. That, that was the World Series yeah. Uh, strike. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that was. 94 strike, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But 93, uh, Jack McDowell won the Cy Young Award. Yep, it was yep. the same team. They just they ran it back to ran back. Ran it back to back. And that's when they had the cutoff. Yeah. Remember that? Yep, I remember that. I love that jersey. So if if the White Sox make the playoffs this year, it'll be the first time in he- team history they make this, the playoffs in three consecutive seasons. Yep. Ever. Ever. Wow. They've never done that. That's pretty. Yeah, that's hard to do in baseball. Yeah. It, it is. It, baseball is a very hard sport. People mm-hmm. don't understand that. It is very hard because it's not luck. No. It's all skill, but it, it's also like you could just have a bad game. Or trip know? over or trip over your bag in your home. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Fuck up your shit. <laughs> all, right. all right, loser. <laughs> well, speaking of that, like we have AJ Pollock, who we just uh, uh, traded for. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already on the on the IL, expected to miss ten games. Giolito, who opened the season, was supposed to do the home opener uh, today, at, which is Tuesday, whatever. Um, also, uh, gonna miss another ten days. Lance Lynn is out there uh, on the IL. Joe Kelly, Joan Mancara, Yasime Mercedes. The Crotch Rocket and Ryan Burr, along with Jonathan Stevers. So we have literally half of our team on the IL already. Damn, that's hurtful. I mean, it's er- it's early. But it's season. early, yeah. It's I mean, early yeah, enough where we can recover. Right, right. It literally just started. It was 180 games. 162. 162 games. But it's expected a with a, a short amount of spring training games. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, sure is. And it doesn't allow you to, to, to ramp up, especially for pitchers. I think the hitters will be okay. It's just the pitchers that need that extra time. Um, well, and then they didn't get enough. They really didn't get the, the proper amount of time to, to go through spring training either. Because so, like, yeah. at least with a batter, like, you can figure it out on the field. Pitching, I mean, no. you know, because and, and pitching is, is such a physical but also mental thing. I mean, we've seen pitchers get the yips. Yep. Uh, you know, it was Rick Ankeel from the Cardinals and had to become an outfielder. You know? John Lester can't throw it first. Yeah. He, oh, that's yeah. the yips. That? I remember that. That's the yips yeah. yeah he figured it out later he did but still it was but bad yeah, it for took, a while it took a while so i mean that's the thing is that pitchers i mean and here's the thing in general like you, baseball players are weird but pitchers are just fucking nuts they're, oh yeah they're wildest they eat the same thing they put on the same socks yeah. almost super oh, superstition oh the superstition is ridiculous yeah. another note for the white Sox, micker adolfo which i really like uh on the white Sox, cleared waivers uh he's going to triple a charlotte he had no options again this is another piece that they can use 
to find more pitching uh, towards the middle of the season, I still think the White Sox will make more moves to improve the yeah. pitching. I think you have to. You, I think you have, to, have right? to. You literally have to push in all your chips at this point. We're going for the championship. So, yeah. so now here's the, here's the question. When you mentioned that word championship, I mean, if the White Sox do not win the World Series this year, is this season a failure? Yes, one thousand percent. Really, one thousand percent. Because look at you let you, you let go have, you I let mean, you let know. go of Carlos Rodon. His he had eleven strikeouts in his yeah. first outing with the Giants. That dude is a monster, and we just let him go. Dude, yeah, didn't pay him. But you got a lot of good teams out there. You still got Atlanta. Atlanta's no joke. Atlanta's not. A, no, they're not a. You don't think they'll do good this year? I think they they were they were lucky enough to get through a couple of good bounces, but they are they're a good team. But I still don't see them beating Here, the Dodgers here, again. Here's the thing about the uh, the Braves is that they lost Freddie Freeman, who was the. That is true. You know that what I mean? And where, and where did that he go? Where did he go? Yeah, to the, to, Dodgers. The, he right. to the Dodgers. So when you t- when you talk about the White Sox it, it, not winning the World Series is a failure in the yeah. season, I I I don't see how they beat the Dodgers. That's true. I don't see how they beat the Dodgers. Okay, Dodgers made a lot of good moves this offseason. Okay, Dodgers look. made a lot of good moves the last two years. Yeah, yeah. but okay, if so the White Sox get to the World Series, that's a success. Okay, right, but that's what I'm saying. So do you think you, that you, you have you think to that that's considered a success for the White Sox organization? That to, if they to get to the White Sox, yeah, I mean, get, get to the World, World Series, Series, yes. yes. Okay, have, yeah. well, so what if they? What if they make the ALCS but don't quite make the World Series? Is no, 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 no. For me, I, I what the hell. So you think, you think I think it's, it's World Series or bust, or bust. at this point. Yeah, okay. because it's time. These guys are aging out. Uh, I don't know about aging out. I mean, who's Our aging friend, out? Abreu. That's okay. Who else? Okay. Tim Anderson's not going to be young forever either. That's okay. True. Okay. But how old is Tim Anderson, Tim Anderson now? He's what, 26? 28, I think. You know what I mean? You're still talking about you're talking about guys who are either not yet in their prime or right in the middle of their prime. Yeah, you, you have a five. That's what I'm saying. You have a, like a five-year window right here to win the World Series. Uh, that, that, but you got to pay these guys. Yeah. That's fine. You, you know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. You tell Jerry to stop being a fucking cheap ass. Oh, first of all, we're not being cheap. We're uh, top five in, in salary. Okay, but you're so still, you can't say saying, it's cheap. If you're saying that you have to pay these guys, I, I honestly, I, we is, don't have Dodger money. The, we don't have Cubs money. Well, figure this shit out. You got two teams. Sell one, do it. You know what I mean? Whatever. Wait, you wait, do. Who's the other team? Jerry. Bulls. Jerry owns the Bulls, and Jerry owns the White Jerry Sox. Reinsdorf. Jerry, Jerry Reinsdorf. owns the two teams. Yeah, you're but, not selling the Bulls. But you, you get what Why I'm would saying. You? But my my point is that you do whatever you can. You find that money. You know what I mean. You find to do, and and that's and I think a lot. I mean, I I won't speak for White Sox fans, but I'm going to ask you. You know, I I I think a lot of White Sox fans had the interpretation that they would spend more money and get some more other free agents that went out there that were out there that could have been available to them and they didn't go after them. Uh, no, are you mad that they didn't get the big splash? They didn't get the Castellanos or, or mm-hmm. the Kyle? Sch- yeah, of course. I wanted Kyle Schwarber last year. I told you that. Mm-hmm. And he thought he would have been a great fit for us because he's he's just, he can hit home runs over right field all day long. He hit, the, well, it's no longer a goose. The goose is out. I don't yeah. know if you know that. Yeah. yeah. The goose is out out of uh, right field. They took it in Zal Miller right now. Um, uh, but you needed that banger and clanger yep. that can hit home runs for you. So what, what was the last thing the White Sox did last season? What do you mean by that? What? How did they end the season last year? Oh, they they got bounced out in the first round again. So you're yeah. telling me that if the White, if the Chicago White but it was Sox, pitching. the year after getting uh, bounced out of the first round, after being shitty for what? How many years? Since uh, 2005? 2008. Okay, okay, 2008. The last time they made the playoffs before what? Two years ago. You're gonna tell me that the White Sox who lost in the first round last season, making it to the ALCS, is not a successful season? 
I don't I, think so. I would. That yeah. 100%. I don't think so. And that's and that's the problem is because that, you're gonna lose a lot of these pictures. And, and that and that's the problem is that what you want. I got a whole bag of cookies, right? I was able to. I, I, they only allowed me to eat two cookies this year. You want to eat the whole fucking bag of cookies? You don't understand. You only get a few cookies at a time. You have to take your baby steps. You only you get to the top by starting at the bottom, right? Okay. So now you're walking. You're about halfway up the stairs. You're not gonna just break your fucking leg trying to get to the top. You still have to take those steps. These players, you you got to remember, a lot of these players that you're relying on right now, aside from Abreu and Tim Anderson, a lot of these players are still developing. Are still developing. They've the been in the developing. league one or two years. Lou Bob yeah. needs a lot. Of, still needs some time, right? Um, look, Eloy, you still need time. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think Lou Bob has a, a potential of running for the MVP this year. Everyone has potential. If you're a good player. Every good player has potential to win the MVP, but you have to. The, I mean, and, that's the definition. But every, it still has every to be player, built. Right, that's what I'm saying. There, every player needs building. to find and, that and corner. And a lot of these young players, like you said, you got a Brayo there. That's good that you got these guys because they can be those mentors. Those mm-hmm. guys, they don't really have to be that productive as the pressure was on them before. No, they still have to play good. Yep. You know what I mean? But they're there more you of a helped. mentor role. You got yeah. a mentor role. I, I'm not You're building these younger guys. I'm not worried really about the players like the outfield. I think the yeah, outfield yeah. is pretty set. We're eight, once AJ Pollock gets back, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. I think the infield is set. I think uh, bringing in um, uh, the second baseman they brought in, uh, what's his name? Uh, son of a biscuit. Oh, anyways, the, the second baseman they brought in. He can play shortstop. He can play uh, third base. That's fine. They've been plugging holes, like you know, like if you're on a boat and it's got a little hole in it. That's fine. My concern is the pitching staff. You didn't add another big arm. Yeah. And that was a problem last year when they faced the A's. They didn't have the arms to go there. Rodon was hurt, and they put him out there out of the bullpen. Yeah. But that's the thing is that you look at what the, the last two White last Sox two years, managers, right. la, last two White Sox managers, Ricky Renteria did not do their pitching staff, especially in the no, bullpen. Any he could not reason, handle pitching staff. Card. And the same thing with old ass Larusa, he doesn't even know who's on his card because he no. can't fucking read it. He's had cataracts for the past fifteen. But years. he's got great handwriting. No, that's cool. <laughs> look, Josh Harrison. We, Josh Harrison. Josh yes, Harrison is is a is a good player. I mean, he is he an all star player? No, but he's going to be a solid player. He plays solid defense. He has a decent bat. I mean, you you bolstered your bullpen bringing a guy like Joe Kelly, your favorite guy. Yeah, uh, Mariachi the, Kelly. The, the, the Mariachi. I mean, you got Kendall Graveman. You're you you are going to miss the crotch rocket for sure, mm-hmm. just because of what he's been able to do in his short time in, in yeah. the majors. But I mean, like, I think that you do have a solid team, but you're looking at what you're. You, what I'm looking it? at that rotation. Is what I'm. Right. That's what I'm scared about. The rotation. You got Lance Lynn, who towards the end hurt. of the season already hurt, I, and then again already hurt again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Giolito, who who bulked up and added 20 pounds of muscle, and this is that first outing hurt. Mm-hmm. Cease. Cease is going to be. I told you he's got the most filthiest stuff on the staff. Yeah. He's going to be your number one in a couple of years. Honestly, I, I, honestly. And after that, who's who's Keiko? You can't depend on Keiko. You Keiko, can't depend on Lopez. Keiko is is undependable. Velasquez was going to no fuck that. No, Keiko is undependable at this point, and and he's been struggling to find what he had in yeah. in, in, then, in Houston for a couple years now. Um, Lance Lynn, I mean, again, he was always he he was a name, and it was it was a welcome addition to the White Sox. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you're talking about some like amazing all star guy. At least, and I was. I mean, he was running for the Cy Young for a bit. 
with the White Sox. But yes. before that, Nothing. I mean, he was like, okay, he's your number three in St. Louis. He wasn't like some crazy, like, great player. No, um, he was an know, innings eater. And I, and I compare him to John Lackey, but at least John Lackey early in his career did win a World Series with the Angels. With the right? Angels. So he had a bit of pedigree. Um, one player I think is could be the wild card for your, your rotation is Kopech. Because Kopech right there, don't forget, he had that year where he was he was injured, and then he kind of had some weird mental thing where he got married and got divorced, and he had all this weird shit that was going yeah, on. Yeah, he had depression and anxiety. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he could be the wild card, but I on hundred percent, I think that Dylan Cease is is so important to this rotation this year, and I still think that you guys are at least one uh, starter away from really, really making that World Series push. I really agree. We I think we need one more starter to put all the horses together. And then, and then you can worry about the rest. I mean, you can fill in the rest with, with uh, 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 like you said, oh, fuck, why am I so bad with names? You got, you got the addition of, of, of Vince Velasquez, who's going to mm-hmm. do the opener today. Again, we talked about C's being the filthiest stuff. Kopech has been going back and forth. Right now, I think he's going to be slotted at the five spot because I think Keiko's going to fall out of favor. Mm-hmm. I don't see Keiko pitching the entire season with the White Sox. He's he's a guy that if he can find it he'll be great but he's got to figure it out man that's the problem with him he's just I I, I think he's in his own head I, I, think, I think he's like a he's out. like a fifteen year old boy virgin you know he's looking for the spot he ain't gonna find it <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me ask you I mean we we already know about the bet how many Yankees hats do you actually own or is that the same one for four years no no no, no. If it was the same one for four years forget about it I'd be yeah, dingy I got uh, about I boy I got about sixty two them. Yeah, that's that, a real number. Yeah, I'm a hat collector. I love hats. I, I am too. I got three all coming. Of, all yeah, of us yeah. are. I love hats. I love hats. I got hats for days. I got boxes of hats. I I just ordered uh, now, from from Baseballism. Yeah, they had the holy cow hat. Yeah, and it's basically a cow wearing Harry Carey glasses and it's like, oh, that's cool. I can't fucking wait for that, that thing dope. to come in. Now, I just ordered it yesterday. As far as I'm concerned, once the Mets do make the playoffs, I will be burning. All 62 of those Whoa. Yes. I'll be burning them They'll be done I'm Wow That's a lot of them. money to burn Yeah It's like I'll 40 a bucks a hat 60 something them. That's okay It's worth the loss Woo. It's worth the loss it, it's, it's, does, your, does your friend have to be there For the burning? Oh, and I'm gonna video it to him. I'm gonna send it to him. To him. You, should, you should have him give him, <laughs> give him the lighter. <laughs> yeah, right. You light yeah. it. You yeah. light it. Yeah. No man. So yeah, like I said, I mean, baseball is here. I think we're all excited. We're excited it's to be, be back. A great season. It's gonna be a great. season. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. And whether, look, whether your whether your team does good or not, I think it's gonna be a great season. I have a feeling. You know, we're back to 162 games, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, and fans person. are excited. People are allowed to go to stadiums again. Mm-hmm. B is getting drunk. It's going to be a freaking great time. I think this season is going to be a great season. Because, you know, they say you don't appreciate something until you lose it. Yep. Yep. And we've been losing it for the last, what, the last three years. Yeah. Baseball's been losing. So now that we're back to where we are. Go show us, go support your team. Go man, support go them. Support go out there. Go out there. Support the owners. Support everybody. This staff that work in there now, you know, the, you know, the, the ticket sellers. The, the, the beer, beer vendors. The beer vendors. All that. Come on. Help everybody out, you know. It's going to be a great season, though. That yeah, I couldn't say better myself. Get out to a ball game, ladies and gentlemen. Support your team and uh, appreciate the fact that baseball is back. And that's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. All right, fans, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. 
you Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 
All right, all right. So, I mean, they're pretty expensive. An eight pack is fifty two dollars. So yeah. here's here's the thing that I, I will tell you right now. I am just turned forty one years old. About this time last year, I was recovering from all the fucking pandemic food that I ate. Yeah, because you go out. Because what did we do when the pan, when the pandemic started? They're like, they're like, hey, stay home. You're like, wait, I could stay home. Yeah, and everyone got excited. And what yeah. we do? We tried to whip coffee. Everyone making fucking your own dulce de leche cakes all the time. Mm-hmm. And fuck, you know, what I mean, like, oh, I could put bacon on it. Yeah, yeah, I got bacon. Hey, guess what? I can get as fat as I want. No one's gonna see me for a year. Everyone, everyone bought an air fryer. Yeah, yep, and started it, yep. making all types of crazy shit uh, in your yeah. air fryer. I was going nuts making so, shit. I so, turned into Chef Boy ID. <laughs> <laughs> so about about this time last year, I went through keto and I lost about thirty pounds. Really? Yeah, yeah, I was I was getting I was getting close to three bills. You're realizing that's not helping me sell. You're not selling me now. <laughs> if it only lost thirty pounds. But at that time, well, and then I started kind of going. You know what I mean? I was oh, like, okay. all right, cool. So I will I will be first to answer this one. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Now we we did eat a lot of pork rinds because I mean like Z was with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was with me all the time. He, he, he eats over here every Sunday. That's he's yeah. like, if I'm on a diet, Big Z, you want to diet? Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's, it is. Yeah, right? he's like, yeah. you're on keto too, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, to on Sundays, I try to turn Big Z into Little Z. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, and, and I'm I'm getting ready to go back on that journey because we were in Tennessee. I'm eating cookies. I'm get, I brought I brought back some. The best chocolate covered peanuts I ever had. Oh my! God. And I'm mad because my 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 daughter's friend like got into the box and ate most of them. Yeah. Oh. Shout out, uh, little Maggie. It's her birthday today, so I, I'll give her the, I'll give her that. That was your birthday gift last Happy week. Happy birthday, Maggie. And uh, I'm I'm in, man. I'll, I'll I'll check these out. I mean, I don't know about the price. Here's the problem with all the all the keto food, it, all healthy food in general. Why is that shit so much more expensive? I was just about to say that when yeah. you mentioned that, Big Z. Because like the because the, healthy shit is expensive. You see, like not only are we gonna make you suffer, but you're gonna you pay more good shit. But we're gonna make you pay more for the nasty shit. So All you right, can so, so you can so you can pay nothing for for good tasting food like clothes. Yeah. yeah. But you know where you pay it on medical bills. Yeah. You pay it on the yeah, back end. Basically. All right. So so Z, you you going for a spin on these? Uh, I'm down. I'm down. Let's do okay. this. Okay. Let's do this. All right. So so we're in agreement on this one. Now, I will give you. I, I'll give you a tip right here. Yeah. Do you drink coffee? I love coffee. Okay. Now, here's the trick. And when, during the pandemic, like I said, we were making that whipped coffee, which is basically yeah, I e- seen it. Equal parts uh, uh, instant coffee, yep. hot water, and sugar, mm-hmm. and then you whip it. And I actually made some in, in Tennessee. Nice uh, for the you know because it's good. You can put it. And then what you do is you fill a glass with, with ice. You fill about halfway with milk, and then you put your whipped coffee on top, and then you know if you want yeah. your your Kahlua or whatever you want to mix with it, it it's fire. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the trick is is that instant coffee, you put you know whatever your, your teaspoon in your cup, a little bit of, of hot water to dissolve it, and then get you one of them them protein shakes. Uh-huh. They got the you know the chocolate whatever, and use that instead of cream and sugar. Use that in there, mix it up. It's got a ton of protein in there. It'll fill you up. Really, breakfast man. You right lost there. me on protein milk. Uh, no, 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 not protein milk, like the protein no, shakes, the little oh, shakes, the shakes. little shakes oh, right there that you buy the muscle milk. Yeah, 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 exactly. Same, same yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I'll it's take a, the butella. I don't need uh, shit. No, I'm telling you, I'm a butella guy. Yeah. I, oh I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, right? I mean, like whatever, whatever yeah. coffee that you like, put that in there and then add that instead of your instead of your co- uh, cream and sugar because it has a it has a sweetener in it, no sugar, mm-hmm. and it's filling. Yeah. So you're not sitting there looking for something else to eat later in on ten minutes. Yeah. You don't need a donut with your coffee because you drink that and then it fills you up. Yeah, what I started doing now is cheese. Cheese with my yep. coffee. Cheese. Yeah, my mom would do that. I fucking love it. She would put it's cheese in a coffin. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little cheese, 
couple, you know, a block, cut, you know, yep. nice mm-hmm. up and cheese and coffee. Do you cheese? Right. The, here's the trick about keto though. Eggs and bacon And you're like Oh it's just no. The problem is That'll fuck your cholesterol Right up yep. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the trick of it Yeah But I mean Even like Even with keto Like a good Like low, like a low carb A high fiber Is popcorn Popcorn is, is great For that type of thing Yeah Fills and you up it, And it fills you up And it's high fiber So you get all that shit Out of you Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah So this one I, I'm in on it I, But again The problem but, is, well, is That shit is so exp- He said I should go keto I didn't go keto. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. I said he said I should go. I'm I didn't say yeah to hey, that shit. Take, he lost wait. me at sugar. He was like, yeah, you can have this. I'm like, damn, for real? And bacon. Oh, shit, bacon? And eggs. Oh, eggs? Yeah, you just can't have sugar. I, was like, I hung up on him. I was like, fuck you. I'm, I'm, done. Hey, I'm done talking hey. to you. Hey. I, I blocked him on Facebook. I was I'm, like, you're not done. I'm done with you. I'm with you, but I will, I will tell you, even if you do it for that short little time, Yeah. The, here's the biggest thing is potatoes, rice, and uh, pasta. Yeah. Cut that shit out. The greatest things in life. I know. Um, we're I Puerto don't. Rican, man. Yeah. I understand. Hey, bro, I was that's made. so hard. You're I talking think, to I someone who's Caribbean, bro. Hold you're on. Not, you're not, you might down the block from us. I know. Hold on. We're on the same block. I, I think I think we were made. It's in our DNA. We got blood, rice, yes. and, yeah. and pastas all inside of us. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Hey, take for, for just a couple months. Bro, I'm telling you, like in three months, I lost 30 pounds. But, you know, I've been losing weight. I mean, I cut a lot of shit out that I can't have before. Right. And you that's know? the thing is that once you but once it's you come back, when you smoke weed and you're like, what's Steve for munchies? Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Pork, a, a protein pork bar. This the pork rinds. Pork rinds. That's yeah. a good. That's a good for that. Yeah, but you get tired of it after a while. You do. You they do. got different flavors. Yeah, they do. I didn't try them all. I ate them all. Did them all. <laughs> <laughs> Wild chips is helping though. Wild chips is. Good. You, you know what it is too is that like it's, you you get bored and you start eating because you're bored. Yes. I got nothing else to yeah. do, and that was a, bu- a big part of the pandemic. It was about bored for me. I just wanted to eat. <laughs> <laughs> people were like, "What are you doing for the pandemic?" All these people were active and shit. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So what are let, you doing? I'm eating. Let, let me let me ask you though. Like you know, one thing I noticed for myself is that as I get older, like even if I got a big meal, yeah, I I can't like I'll get about halfway through and I'm like I'm tired of eating. No, I push through. I can't You know what I'm like you know what I'm not a quitter <laughs> this is- I, quit, quit. I don't quit I fight through See, I unbutton the pants I'm like everybody Back up <laughs> Watch this Yeah <laughs> like, you, watch- you might want to Get your cameras out for this This is going to go viral On TikTok Watch, watch me I'm move the table some- With no some- hands Yeah I'm about to do Something amazing So what well, Yeah what, what, what I'll say is, When it comes to that, I found myself I'll, I'll, Like especially With something I really enjoy Yeah I'll, About halfway through I'll stop and I'll come back about an about an hour and I'll finish it. Yeah. And and my logic is number one, I don't want to feel too bloated. I want to have room for my beer. <laughs> yeah. But number two, if I like it enough, I get to enjoy it again. That's that makes true. sense. I'd rather enjoy it the first time. I don't <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm, I eat food like sex. You get one round out of me. That's it. <laughs> one good <laughs> round. Yeah. There's no gonna be no later's and, and let's do it again tonight. No, you get one good one. And you're done. That's it. You better, <laughs> you better enjoy it and make the best of it. Because that's all you're getting. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> after that, I'm taking a nap. I'm going to bed. That's it. Oh, Smoking man. a blunt. Getting some blunt. Nut, more munchies. I, yeah, yep, yeah, I'm nap, good. That's nap time right there. Yeah. All right, y'all. Before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching that isn't Sports Z kick us off? Oh, uh, man. Uh, again, uh, Moon Knight or whatever. Yeah, Moon Knight, whatever that show it is. Uh, it is re- really wild because I don't know the character, I don't know the the comic book. So watching that, and uh, this guy has the what is it called the mm-hmm. yeah something disorder. So uh, this I, schizophrenic. 
Well, it's, it's, it's a Multi-personality pers- Yeah, kind of like a multi-personality yeah, It's yeah. like a multi-personality the, the disconnective disorder Some shit like that's called how, how many how many episodes have you seen of this show? Two How do you not know what the fuck Like Because I'm not- watching 17 shows at the same time That sounds like a you problem It is a me problem <laughs> Keeping up with this fucking segment, man <laughs> Uh Ptolemy Gray as well. Ptolemy. Yeah, I know I was saying put Ptolemy last week because that was funny. Ptolemy. Ptolemy. <laughs> Ptolemy. Yes, Ptolemy Gray. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. It's a show on uh, Apple TV. Essentially, he's an older man with dementia and Alzheimer's and so forth. And he's given the opportunity to uh, take this experimental drug and he and recovers all of his memories. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's Samuel L. Jackson. He, it's not you know, motherfucker Samuel L. Jackson, but, you know, yeah, yeah. Oscar winning Samuel L. Jackson. And, um, uh, yeah, I saw that. Um, it's a really good show because uh, his nephew gets actually killed in the first couple episodes. I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, it's already over. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. And that's one of the main one of the main sticking points and how <laughs> that goes forward. Yeah, spoiler alert. Like, no, yeah, no spoiler. He's right. like, yeah, he dies at the end. Yeah, no, yeah, talking about. I just talked about his nephew being passed away. But it's a good show. Um, it's about eight or nine episodes in. Um, I think it's gonna do one more and they're done. They're done. But. It's a really good show, and I think the last one got really emotional. Uh, just you have older people in your family, yeah. you know, your dad, your uncles, and you talked about grandfathers and stuff like that. When do, when they're at that stage, mm-hmm. you and especially in in, in the brown brown and, and and black community, we take care of our own. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. So you you see that, and then my grandfather again. I told Eddie this. I I don't know how old he was. Yeah. There was no birth no birth certificate. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's how old he was. Damn. <laughs> like how old is he born born is right old? yeah they, they, he was there before the buildings were erected yeah, so yeah, so yeah. there was no paperwork paper yeah, so didn't what exist he, yet. no paper didn't even exist yeah. like, chisel that shit out yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got the bedrock in my drawer <laughs> <laughs> you wanna see it yeah so hey, when my grandfather would come visit you know and then it was at the uh, late stages he would remember bits and pieces and yeah, he would yeah. tell stories and he would stop and then tell a different story and I'm like wait 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 but I was interested in this story yeah, yeah, yeah. but he can't go back to that channel you know what I'm saying yeah. so um, you know my grandfather passed away and we dealt with the the, the dementia and so forth so, yeah. so you're watching that and then that's a really good show and then lastly last night I couldn't sleep I had a little bit of anxiety and uh, uh, it was keeping me up so I watched Top Gun wow can't go wrong with Top Dude, Gun I, so I watched Top Gun on v- VHS like probably about two months ago. And so oh I, my yeah, god! I got it out there, man. I mean, it's, it's I, I couldn't, I couldn't remember. I, I didn't re- really remember it from being a kid because we didn't. We it's I, a I great thought, movie. Yeah, but we watched. My dad's from Jamaica. We, we used to watch James Bond all the time because he loved fucking old British TV shows. I, yeah. I know every fucking James Bond movie, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like the, the American movies, we didn't watch that shit. Like, no. My wife grew up like watching all the horror movies, and I and I'm like, really? Like you? And I watch them now. I'm like, this shit is so corny. Like, it how is this scary? But I guess back then it was scary. So yeah, yeah. I mean, top Top Gun is Top Gun is definitely a winner. Top Gun is, uh, and yeah. the new one's coming out this summer. So it I was is. like, uh, we Maverick and Goose. Yeah, that's right. What do you watch? I watch porn. There's a new <laughs> porn out that came out. Nah, I'm just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it, got, it got three dicks. There you go. Porn. There you go. No, no. Actually, I, I've actually been watching uh, uh, a show on Apple Plus called Eyes or C. C, C, C. Really good show with uh, Jason Momoa and Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Mm. I was like, that was already the selling point. I was like, uh, you got Dave Batista. I was three episodes in and then I stopped. So I'll give it another yeah, shot. Yeah, I watched it. It was good. I did put in a, uh, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie, yeah. Eddie started 
45 different shows He watched two episodes And then he forgets I, about I it I watched every every show That ever existed That one day yeah. I was like Oh that looks interesting I turned on Three episodes And then the next day I completely forget That I watched yeah. it then, I watch the shows When there's that person You watch with And they're like Yeah let's watch it And then they fall asleep Five minutes in Yeah, that's I me. hate that That's me I used to do that with my ex She used to Oh I'm not sleeping Wake your ass up you know, like I already watched the episode. Then, I'm and, rewatching it and, for you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you're getting shit because you watched the episode. Yeah. Oh no, Why'd I figured out a trick me? to that. You know what I used to do? Because she used to be like, "Oh, I, I'm up, I'm up," and all. You know, they always say, "I'm up, mm-hmm. I'm up." All right, cool. So I would watch the whole episode. Yeah. I wouldn't give a shit. I watched two of them shits. Next day, I'd be like, "She like, wait, I don't remember this. Don't you remember? You said you was up. We watched this. Remember? I said, "Hey, wake up." He said, oh, "I'm up. I watched this. You remember this?" <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Right, keep going. I remember. Yeah, that's how you, you get them. Remember? I remember. It's called reverse psychology. Use their own weapon against them. There you <laughs> go. But I watched to see, and then I'm a movie buff. I love movies, so I yeah. love Top Gun. Uh, I just watched the uh, the new Morbius. Which how was is it? Actually, really good. It was actually really good. I'm not. I, a, I'm, I'm not a Jared crit- Leto fan. Me either. The, and the critics are I, shitting on the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a Jared Leto fan. It was decent. It was pretty good. It, it was, was decent. It was better than his Joker performance. Anything is better than the Joker performance. Oh my god, yeah. that was wow. fucking horrible, horrible, horrendous. That I still haven't seen that. You don't watch it. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't watched the the new Joker with uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, that that's amazing. Was good. That, that was, was amazing. Good. That was good. I watched the Jared Leto one when he played it in Suicide Squad, and I, I lost a piece of my soul. Somebody died <laughs> that day. I was like, damn, that's aggressive. Yeah, it was horrible. All right, E, what are you watching? Uh, so last night I put on a rated R movie, not knowing it was rated R because it had uh, uh, teenagers in it. It was a high school movie, but it's called uh, Metal Lords. It's about three uh, young uh, young people. I that, saw that uh, in the queue. Yeah, three three young people. Um, one one kid is like, it's metal. It's super hardcore metal. And the other kid's like, I'm kind of a dork, but we've been best friends since I was like four. Yeah. So like, and then they bring in this girl who's literally the, the bad, the most badass part about this movie is she's literally playing bass on the fucking bass, like the, the big stand up bass, bass, classical yeah. bass. Yeah. For, oh my god! So the Damn. music was kick ass. Uh, I watched it with my daughter. I put it on Netflix, right? And they're like, What would you like to watch? And then they play a preview real quick. My my 11 year old was sitting there, and we were gonna watch uh, the Adam. Projects which I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Good movie. She, had, she had seen it already. I was like, but this had popped up, and I was like, you know what, music, let's watch it. Fuck it. And then there was like so a couple ass shots, and there was a lot of drinking and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, cover your eyes. Don't don't worry about. Don't that. aren't those awkward moments, right? Don't, 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 yeah, but don't like, can, think about when you were eleven. How much shit we we, we were way past that. Yeah, yeah, James yeah, Bond, yeah. Octopussy. That's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eleven years old, I was already trying to watch. Remember back then. Like you had cable and it was the scrambled, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think I saw a tit. Yep. That was a tit. <laughs> yep. That was a tit. Oh no, that was a guy's chest. Never mind. Never mind. Runked it. Shit. Now I'm gay. I think I'm gay. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> like that was quick. <laughs> um, yeah. So and I and I also watched. Uh, of course, I watched SNL. I'm a big SNL. I gotta watch. I, I gotta watch the episode um, this week. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal coming back after a 15 year absence. He uh, in his monologue, he talked a little bit about uh, method acting, being a little bit serious when he took on the role of Nightcrawler and things like that. And you could tell that he's he actually mentioned that he's back to enjoying acting and the fun aspect of it again. Uh, really, really, some really funny skits on that one. So definitely, you know, you got to check that out because Tonight. you should have you should have watched it this morning so we could talk about it. But yeah, um, Camille Cabello was the uh, musical guest and her second song of the night. She had Willow Smith up there, who is actually really? a really really good musician. She's really? a really good singer. She was up Willow there. Smith, Willow, Willow Smith's Smith. daughter, right? Sure is, sure oh, is. Right. She's up there. She's got you know she's got the same bald head up yeah, there. So yeah. I don't know. 
about J.I. Jane, but she's up there playing the bass and like singing. She was belting it out, man. So, and then uh, um, uh, the first song, she, I, I think Camila Cabello is uh, Cuban, so it was a yeah. very like, you know, Cuban. Uh, she's style. trying to she's trying to incorporate a lot of the Which Latin, is awesome, all, all like for yeah, the, the mariachis yeah. and this and that. Because there's a video of her singing mariachi. I was like, damn bitch, you good, really? Yeah, wow, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I, it's mad respect for the two of them. I'm I'm in a SNL Facebook page, and they're like, who the fuck is this? I couldn't understand what they're saying. I was like, well, that's a you problem. Yeah, that's a you problem because I understood everything. And some dude came back, and and I wasn't directing that towards anyone specifically, but someone came back, and of course was he like, loves to fight on Facebook. Well, I see that. He's, yeah. he's that. Oh guy. my god, he's the bully on Facebook. <laughs> but, and the thing is that I'm, he's I, a type of fun. He's a type of tough guy. He's a typing tough guy. No, no, no. It's it's more. It's like if you take it that way, then you take it that way. It's whatever it is. But I'm like, I understand what they were saying. They're like, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I bet you were also listening to dubstep in your in your on your AirPods when you're uh, mowing your parents' lawn. So I sent him a picture of my fucking setup, which y'all both seen the fucking. Yeah. And I was like, no, I actually just don't appreciate people who just shit on music for no reason. Yeah. And, and fuck you, I love dubstep. Says Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I was actually looking at because I, you know, that's cool that she's on there and she's incorporating Spanish because mm-hmm. SNL doesn't really represent Latinos a lot. We've had. I was looking that up. In Horatio 40, Sanz. In forty-four years, they've had three Spanish cast members. Mm. I know well, Horatio got, Sanz is one. They got Melissa Villasenor, and I don't even know the third one. Yeah, who's the third one? I don't know. That's a good question. I just yeah. know it was three of them. Yeah, well, that one. I'm not I mean, sure. I know Villasenor was current, and then yeah. Horatio Sanz was Fred before. Armisen. Oh, Fred oh, Armisen. Yeah. I didn't know he was Hispanic. I don't he's, know he was. He's Hispanic. not even fully. His mother's Venezuelan. There you go. So he don't even count. They've had two and a half Latins <laughs> in forty-four <laughs> years. They've, they've had like, one and eight. we've had a lot of funny Spanish guys. Yeah, we've had George John Lopez, John Leguizamo, Freddie Prince. One of the greatest yeah. comedians of all time well, in, my, but, in my book, but, but Anthony Fuentes, one of the best. That's <laughs> nice. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. But but here's the thing I will say about that is that in the United States there is you have Spanish is your second language, right? Yeah. National, there's Spanish television for that. Yeah. So you're talking about marketing towards an English speaking audience. You're looking for crossovers, right? You have. You have uh, mostly white. You have mm-hmm. a lot of black cast members. I mean, the the, the longest running cast member in SNL history is Keenan Thompson, and he's black. Yeah, that's um, you know what I mean. And you got now you have an Asian. You know, even for a long time they didn't have very many black women, and it's no. just who didn't make the cut. So that's what that was. But yeah, I mean, like um, uh, the last thing that I watched, I actually watched it again this morning. One of my favorite movies is Cop Out with SNL alum Tracy Cop Morgan and uh, Bruce Willis, and um, specifically, I mean, I, I, if I see it. If it's on, if it's on TV, I'll put it on, you know, because I like to play uh, pay homage uh, to oh, the watch. show. <laughs> to homage, yeah. He got so, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, um, coming over here up to the top of the rope and the Macho <laughs> Man Randy Savage. Cream of the crop. Never twist them, Jim. Yeah, so so this this last week, you know, it, it came out that Bruce Willis is going to be retiring from yeah, acting, so sixty seven years old. Um, so I mean, like, so I no guess more Die Hard movies. No more Die Hard. He's one of my um, favorite actors. Yeah, of all time. Yes. Die Hard. I have watched Die Hard religiously every year for Christmas. I watch part. Thank one you. And two. I was going to ask him, and it's already answered. Every it's a Christmas every movie. Christmas part one and two. I watched. It's Die a Hard. Christmas movie. He he was the one. He was the. You know, he was he was the John Wayne of our era. Oh, definitely. He was the yeah, dude definitely. of our yeah. era. 
You know, all these other superheroes, they're all freaking buff. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger fought an alien. No, he's a regular looking dude. Yeah, they, they, they make things impossible. Like, you look at The Rock, The Rock fights like 15 guys in one movie, beats them all up. Yeah. Not a scratch, you know? Yeah. Uh, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger fought the predator. He fought a robot, uh, a freaking alien. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And beat the alien's ass. You know what I mean? Like, but you, when you saw Bruce Willis, you see him get hurt. He, he was the every man. Yeah, he, he was the guy, like, you cheer for. He's like, man, I want to be. 40 years old with a pop belly saving my wife out of a burning building. And, and, <laughs> and the thing is, is that in, in more recent years, you've seen Bruce Willis do more comedic roles. I mean, if you remember Absolutely. back in the day, he was with Sybil Shepard in the show Moonlight. Moonlight. And that was like Great his first cut. big break. Yeah, that was and before then, Die Hard. Right, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. that was his first big break Absolutely. of being uh, uh, nationally recognized as an actor. But I mean, recently he's done more comedic roles. Yeah. I mean, all all, all his movies that were comedies were great yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The, uh, the Whole Nine Yards? Yep. The oh, whole yeah. nine yards, the whole the, was yards? it Tin Cup, right? Was he in Tin Cup? Or was uh, was he in Tin Cup? Tin he, he, he was in a movie called The Kid, where he the met kid? a young yeah. yeah. he made a version of really, himself. Really I know cool. exactly I mean, that movie. So yeah, um, so he was uh, diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. So, so speak. Yeah. And and a lot of people have been recognizing it in, in his more recent years yep. uh, that he was having a little bit of issues, and they had to kind of scale back his role in a couple movies and yeah. things like that. So, I mean, you know, like I said, sixty-seven years old. I mean, you know, it, it's not surprising that it, it sucks that it's happening to him. But you are getting close to seventy years old. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of part one of those things that that I'm hoping that it doesn't lead to a rapid decline in his health overall. Yeah. Um, because I mean, sixty-seven. Yes, you're getting older, but you're not that old. I mean, especially oh. when you're forty-one years old. Shit, the want, president's we older. Want, we want Bruce around for. A while. Yeah. I want right. Bruce Willis so, to be around for yeah. a while. He'll always be one of my favorite actors, like I said, and I will always continue to watch Die Hard every Christmas. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So I'm, 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 I'm sad, but I'm happy that that he is. He, he, there's a lot of stuff for us to watch with Bruce. Yeah, Willis. definitely. Classic. Even his B movies are good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can watch his B movies. I'm like, oh, that's a right. decent movie. You could put Bruce Willis on anything, and he was awesome watching him do it. I, I was a big, uh, especially with Split. Split was yeah. fantastic. That whole series was fantastic. Exactly. Your glass split and uh, I forgot the other one. Broke, Bro- unbroken. Broke, unbroken. Unbreakable. Yeah. Unbreakable. Yeah. Unbreakable. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one, right? Yeah, so I mean, like you know, even Red recently, Fifth Element, Armageddon, yeah. Pulp Fiction, one of my my favorite movie of all time, all Pulp time. Fiction, Pulp Fiction, Pul- great. my favorite movie of all time, Last Boy Scout. I mean, it's like his his uh, he's got a, he's got a, a Hall of Fame. Oh, his, his, of his, movies, yeah, his yeah. filmography is just amazing. I mean, even in, in look the, who's uh, talking, Expendables. Yeah, I mean, just so many, so many. Sin great City, movies. The Wish, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean like, Death Wish, Death Wish, Death Wish, yes, yeah, Death Wish. He was even that he did Death Wish, bro. and that, and that's a remake from. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Bronson. Charlie Bronson. Yeah. Charles, Charles Bronson. Bronson. Yeah. And Charles Bronson was that kind of hero. That was my dad. That was my dad's dude. He's every like, Spanish guy who grew up Hispanic or whatever, old school guy, loved Charles Bronson. Uh huh. And then my every dad. Guy. My dad used to look like him. Yeah. Funny part <laughs> was. Funny part was Charles Bronson wasn't even Hispanic. No, he was German. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So. Uh, Anthony, I want to thank you so much for being here oh, today. Oh, man, thank you guys I mean, for having me. It's just, been an honor being here. It's it's so much fun, especially when we have comedians, because I'm like an amateur comedian. I Most of my comedy is dad jokes, but every yeah. once in a while I come up with something clever, especially all the shit talking I do. <laughs> um, so before before we get out of here, man, you know, you mentioned a couple times about your time in the military. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, you know, I served, I served in the military. Uh, I served for four years, uh, fought in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up, you know Kids like us We don't get to travel the world I got no. to see the world You know yeah. I got to do I had purpose I found purpose In the army You know mm-hmm. uh, Defending my country Was one of the greatest Experiences I could ever ask for I met some brothers I've Met some great brothers That to this day 
are my brothers. You know, mm. I, one of them came and surprised me at a show mm. uh, Friday. We got shit faced together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just talking, you know, about all the good times we had, the shit we went through together. Um, you know, and, and that ties into my comedy. That's actually why I became a comedian. Uh, when I got out of the army, you know, I was suffering from post traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this was therapeutic for me. And you put your pain onto stage, you know. I learned that from Mikey O, my mentor. Shout out to Mikey O. And he told me, use it. Use the pain. Put it on stage. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've been doing it since. And being a soldier is what made me where I'm at in comedy. Because there's a lot of moments you want to quit. It's mm-hmm. a very, it's not easy being a comic. People come no. up to me, what do I need to do? I tell them, ruin your life for the next 10 years. <laughs> and, you and, then, yeah, and then you have material. Yeah. But not even that. It's just, you know, there was open mics driving to. I worked two jobs. We drive to an open mic every night. An hour and a half away to sign up mm-hmm. to go to this open mic and do three minutes. You're not getting paid for this, right. you know. And there's a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of sweat, blood, and tears. But being a soldier and a veteran is what got me through it because the moments I wanted to quit were the moments I said, "No, you can't quit." You know. I mean, so. I, I got to tell you personally, like I, I you know, I, I'm a big comedy guy. I mean, yeah. whether it comes down to, you know, I, like I said, I, I'll show you the collection. But I mean, I, I have Johnny Carson. I have like Love old it. Abbott and Costello. John Panetti is one like, of my favorite comics. Yes. George Carlin. Just George so, Carlin. Just so, so John Panetto is one of my all time. People get in shock when I say John Panetti because they expect me to say Richard Pryor, nah. Eddie Murphy. I love those guys. Yeah. I grew up watching them. Yeah. But John Panetti was just on another level. Yeah. I used to love watching John Panetti. May he rest in peace. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I appreciate comedy maybe more than other because I mean you can every everyone go up there and like understand you know uh, it's funny what's funny yeah. is funny right yeah. but I mean I, I, I personally like being such a fan of comedy I, I think I have a different understanding a different relationship mentally with comedy yeah um, and and I've always kind of had that in me where I'm like man I I, I, I would love to get up there one day. I just I know I understand the sacrifice and the time and the and the grind and and shit. I mean, you could be funny one minute, the next minute you just can't find anybody. Yeah, it's just yeah. like anything else. The joke, the joke can hit here, yeah, and then yeah. you go to another another yeah, place, yeah. and a joke and won't it's, hit. It's just it's it's such a difficult field to be in. It's such an a, a incredible skill to have. So personally, I appreciate what you do in other comics, and it's it's really great. I, I love coming out seeing you guys. You know, at, at Joe's and when Mikey O brings us out to events, he's been fantastic with oh, us. Yeah. Just same the way yeah, that he's yeah. been with so the you, biggest I mean. fucking heart yes yeah, well I, I always tell people mike is why i'm a comic today yeah he gave me my first opportunity when nobody else would you know i was different than other comics you know i was mm-hmm. loud obnoxious i was you know like mikey basically yeah, yeah. we were twins <laughs> <laughs> but you know and my comedy was different from others and i had just started so in comedy it's always who you know they got yeah. these people and they already got their roster like right. laugh factory and I would do open mics and never got in. Now I'm a regular at the Laugh Factory, which is a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, regular as Zanies, regular. You know, but these came because of Mike Yo. Mm-hmm. Because when nobody would give me a shot, I did things different. Th- I, I would send people videos on my open mic. And I was told, oh, you can't do it this way. You got to start this. You got to make a page. And I was like, listen, the internet didn't exist when Eddie Murphy was a comic. Nope. The internet didn't exist when George Carlin, John Panat, Rodney Dangerfield. You know, oh, you know, uh, uh, George Carlin, uh, yeah. uh, um, Dice. um, Dice, Andrew Dice Clay. You know, you look at uh, um, Johnny Carson. Yep. 
you know, and the list goes Se- on Seinfeld. and on. Seinfeld. All yeah. these guys didn't have this yeah. internet shit, but they did it. Yep. So I live by the words of Frank Sinatra. I do it my way. Yep. Yes, sir. So I did it, and I can I continued until Mikey O was doing every shout to me, giving my first guest spot. August 27, 2017, Joe's on weed. He said, I'll give you five minutes. And you guys know Mikey. Mikey mm-hmm. is quick to the point. He ain't got time mm-hmm. to fuck around. Nope. He's like, hey, five minutes, August 27, 2017. Be there. And I got my first <laughs> yes, five Mikey. minutes. Yep. I got my first five minutes. And after that, I took a class with him. He started doing a class. He's like, listen, you, you, you know, and that's why I got mad love for Mikey O. If you haven't been to a Mikey O show, go to a Mikey O show. They're amazing. And he's such a good dude. He does so much for the community. He did a lot for me. He, you know, he he would be on me like, hey, you're cussing too much. Or you got to take this out. You got to build this. And I always took it because as a soldier, you learn to listen yes. mm-hmm. and then apply. Mm-hmm. You know, problem with these kids nowadays, they want to listen and talk while they're listening. They listen to argue. Yes, exactly. Not listen to understand. Exactly. And that's that's a big issue. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. So yes. I would take that from Mikey and listen. He told me to do a class, sign up for this class. Three days in Chicago. Barely had enough money to even pay for the class, but I didn't want Where was you know, the class at? It was in Chicago. I live in Round Lake. By no, but, but where? At the... Uh, uh, the Miracle Center, I think it was called. Okay. Yeah. So I go do this show, uh, uh, these these classes, three days. Again, uh, you know, I'm working my ass off. I, I scrounged to make this money just mm-hmm. to pay for the class, but I didn't tell nobody because you keep that inside. Yep. You know, I was taught to hold your pride. So I go to the class first two days. Half the class showed up the second day. Third day comes... And oh shit hit the fan They didn't have no one to watch my kids And I called Mike They were in school at the time I called Mike and said Hey I ain't got nobody to watch my kids Can I bring them with me Yeah bring them along So I bring the kids mm-hmm. uh, Stop pick them up at school Running late Two hour drive with traffic mm-hmm. Stop at the store I seen these Mexican Coke bottles I had never seen before And the fat ass of me Just had to get a freaking bottle Because I wanted to get the kids snacks And I said shit You know old school Yeah so I popped the bottle open Drinking a glass bottle Driving down the highway Guy cuts me off I slam the brakes Bottle hits the back tooth Breaks my back tooth oh, On the way shit. to this class I oh. stop at Walgreens Grab a bottle of Listerine And a Pixie cup So we gotta get here I pull in I'm an hour and a half late to the class Sit the kids down by this piano All the way in the back of the classroom I have my Listerine in one hand My little Pixie cup I'm swishing them You know You know you try to sneak in mm-hmm. You know like Kind of like just float in there Like mm-hmm. people don't see you mm-hmm. You know And then that's when My fat ass makes the noise And the chair squeezes And, and everybody's like What the fuck are you doing So I got there late Mikey O finishes his class And then he's giving us a speech About Ricky Rodriguez And these other guys That he's worked with And I'm like Just in awe Cause you know This is a guy I look up to you know, I see what he's doing And uh, he points me out He's like What brings me to you I'm like shit Here we go And he goes oh, Where are your kids I'm like back there He's like How long it takes you To get here So wow. about two hours He's like What happened to your mouth What are you spitting blood Are you doing cocaine or something I'm like Nah you know But my tooth Tell him the story He said Yeah three reasons today Not to be here you never once told me you couldn't make it. Instead, you told me every reason you could try to make it. Mm-hmm. And you're here. He said, because of that, I always book you at every show I got. Any show I got. And uh, that's what it took off. You know, I, I kept, like I said, always listening. You know, I, I've always tried to be a humble guy, and I always will be because I come from nothing. Right. And I ain't shit, you know. In this world, people always try to act like we ain't shit in this world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but... I listen, you know, I see guys who I look up to like Mikey O, Ellie Castro, Avi Sanchez, these guys, and I take what they teach me and I never respond back. I just absorb it, thank them for it, mm-hmm. and use it, you know, and that's what's been 
helping me be successful in comedy mm-hmm. is because of that. So that's amazing. I mean, it, it is amazing. I mean, you know, the short time that we've known and we've uh, uh, you know interacted with Mikey O, I still think that he thinks I'm Puerto Rican because every time he introduces, yes. he goes, "The only Latino sports podcast in Chicago. You have to listen to them <laughs> every time." So I think he still thinks you're, I'm you're, Puerto Rican. You're, you're, you're Puerto Rican by association hey, already, bro. Next point. time he comes over, just start speaking patois. He's like, "Bagwan boy, The problem is that I. Speak yeah, better yeah. Spanish than I do Patois. So oh, okay, answer. but yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's 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 been a very interesting uh, um, journey yeah. to work with him. Oh my god, to see the, the things so that much. he's been able to like incorporate with us. Yeah, specifically. I mean, Definitely. bringing us out to the shows. I mean, inter, you know, uh, interacting with you, the CPD and, nights, and, uh, the CPD yeah, nights. Yeah, that was fantastic. We, we we just met Abby, like you just uh, Abby, like you just talked about. Uh, yeah, Ken, we were at that comedy show with both of those we, guys. We, yeah. we were, and they uh, were uh, gracious to, Ken, to talk to us. See Ken Gar out there. Yeah, you Ken know, Gar like, too. Um, Ken's a good guy. You know, Gwen. We seen Gwen a bunch of times. She has a lot of like. Uh, we have a lot of mutual, mutual friends. friends. Yeah, we were uh, we were able to go up and meet Jim Cornelison at that show and all nice. this shit. So I mean, like he's been so good to us and so generous with his time. Like I said, he came all the way out here, yeah. and then he had to go to do the show that same night. And we were, he was like, "Are you guys coming?" And I'm like, well, "Yes, I, I am now." Shit. <laughs> when Mikey all says, "I'm like, yes, yeah, hundred yes, yes. percent." Yes. I mean, like, you can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's he's been absolutely fantastic with 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 us, and and it brought us to have a relationship with you. So we appreciate you coming out here. No, thank you, you for know, having and, and me. talking sports and and making us laugh. So yeah. I hope the listeners really appreciate what you what you're able to consume right here because yeah. you know this is the type of thing that you don't get all the time so yeah. we, we yeah, yeah. And then, you oh, know, I had a blast the people people come here like well, why do you have a comic hey man just because you you're into one thing doesn't mean you're into any other thing yeah 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 and again I keep telling everyone that 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 is my friend or not my friend or when I when I talked about my podcast and they're like oh you're so passionate I'm like yeah at the end of the day one thing that that I share with Mikey O is that if I can help you, I'm going to help you. Right. And if we grow together, we're yeah. stronger for that. Very true. Very true. Like I, like you said, we ain't shit. Yeah. yeah. But if I can throw you a bone yeah. and it helps you go one step further in your career, yeah. I'm going to feel super proud. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, it and, doesn't cost me anything. And, and the thing is, too, is that and we, I said this when we first, episode one, I says, if no one, no one ever listens to this. Hey, at least we have fun. Yeah, we're gonna start. We're gonna talk sports anyway. Why not? You know, make why some, not make you know some I mean? of it, man? Listen, everybody. I tell people, people tell you you can't accomplish your dreams because they didn't get their dream themselves. Right. You, know, you got to protect your dream. They're trying to push you down. Yeah, because they you got to protect what you yeah. what you love. You know, mm-hmm. and if you love something, you got to go all out. You know, and there's gonna be haters. I've had plenty. Oh of, my god, I had a plenty. You know, some of the best motivation speeches I ever got came from somebody who told me I can't or I won't. Oh yeah. I, I can't will break you or leave you where you at if you let it. I I thrive on it. I tell him, tell me I can't. Tell me I won't. Yep. I'm going to take that I can't. I'm going to take that I won't. I'm going to turn it around. Turn that, turn that side bitch sideways. I'm going to show you <laughs> I can do it up your ass. There you go. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, and it's funny enough that Z, Z's talked about it before. It's like, you know what What frustrates me is that when you're one of your close friends, you know, they say, how's your show going? Yeah. You fucking tell me. Listen, you tell me. Did the, you listen? The, the best one I hear is like, oh, man, I can't make it, but I'll be there in spirit. I'm like, bitch, did you die? Because <laughs> how are you going to be there in spirit? Are you Casper now? Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know that. I'd rather you spend the $10 and buy ticket yeah man. support right. so so once again thank you so much for being here uh you know tell us what you have going on and where our fans can find you on social media uh you can find me at instagram at anthony fuentes comedy you can find me on facebook anthony fuentes anthony fuentes comedy you can also find me on tiktok at ant the comedian um 
I want to promote my show I'm doing with Mike, for Mikey O. I love these shows. I freaking love them. Yes. I love that Mikey gives the Latino community an opportunity, and he does some fantastic mm-hmm. shows. Yep. People don't understand. Local locals will be May 12th. Mm-hmm. I'm hosting the show at Joe's Bar on Weed Street with a fantastic lineup. We don't book, you know, well, he doesn't book. Let me say that. Because I ain't mm-hmm. book. I'm just a comic. He just says, Anthony, be there, and I'm there. But he doesn't book like regular. He picks. Comics that are freaking hilarious. They and are. Like, these shows are so much fun. You guys been to them. These shows, we are. I have a blast, and I'm the host. I'm like, shit. I, I just want to be here all day. Oh, <laughs> well, I see. I see. Walking yeah. up and down, you talk to the people. You yeah. talk to the comics oh, right man. after. I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, May 12th, Joe's Bar on Wee Street. Local locals. You can see the fly on my page. You can see it on Michael Kendall's page. Um, it will but, be sharing in our page for sure. Thanks, yep. guys. Thanks. All and of our and again, media. I, I freaking love. I, I asked you guys to be on here. I was like, I want to be on that shit. Hey, we I got no. my show and not me. I was like, I was, I'm funny. I'm funny. You know? I was like, I was there. I was at the softball game. Like, my Fitbit can prove it. It's the only time I got steps. <laughs> Well, you know, and, and that's the thing, like I said before, the, the great thing about having a platform like this is that, you know, it's one of those things where you know that, like, I know if I, if if we don't we don't have you on the show or if, let's say something happens, we don't do the show no more. Yeah. I know if I run into you in 10 years, be like, yeah. bro, hey, that was a like great family. time. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's yeah. the best thing is that, that when you meet time. these people, you, you start to become family. Yep. And, and the older you get, the more you need. So Absolutely. It, it's been great having you here. And to our fans, thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. A huge thing. Thank you once again to our guest, Anthony Fuentes. Make sure you check him out. May 12th, Joe's on We Street. Local locals, come out and check out the show. Uh, check out all our social media. All the information will be there. And get your tickets and do not sleep. Uh, a big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your shirts right now. And don't forget to visit our guy Danny and his crew at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on careers to apply today and get your spring going in the right direction. And don't forget to check out Enrique Calderon's new single. It is out now on all streaming platforms, YouTube and everything like that. Debuted on March 26th. It was so much fun. Those Rios, that's there right. There you go, there you go. And uh, yeah, man, check them out. And don't forget to check out our people, the Shy Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. And of course, Do Not Sleep Mike Logic's album, as I was saying, is now available. Check out MikeLogic.bandcamp.com. M I C L O G I K. Pancam.com. Logic with the K is back. Get your copy right now and check out his single uh, video on YouTube solo. It is now available. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we play on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. And check out the uh, collaboration between Serious Beats and Custom Made. Uh, really dope beat album if you're into that type of thing. I am, so uh, go and check it out. <laughs> 
Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Reach out, hit the DMs with your stirring the pot, your movie recommendations, and just tell us what you think about the show. You can also reach us at True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for Big Z and today's special guest, Anthony Fuentes, this is E-Rock, and we will see you next week for episode 92. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Swish. (laughs) A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.